Hello everybody and welcome to the first Ingtu podcast. My name is Matt and I'm an English teacher from the UK and this is something I've been planning for a really, really long time. Um, for many different reasons, it hasn't happened until this time, but I'm really excited to, to get into it with you guys today. Um, I'm going to keep this introduction really, really short because I've recorded this five million times and I never really know what is the best way to start it. So let's keep it short and I'm going to tell you about the plan for the first podcast today and what we're going to be discussing. So I'm going to start by giving you a quick introduction to myself. So I'm going to tell you who I am. I don't really like talking about myself, so we'll keep that part quite short, but I hope you guys can get to know me much better in the future. And I certainly, one of the big motivations of doing this podcast is for me to get to know more of you guys around the world as well. After that, I will talk a little bit about the podcast, so who it's suitable for, what we'll be talking about, how it's going to work, and also what the motivations and goals are for, for starting this podcast. And then after all of that is out of the way, we will get into the first podcast, the first topic that we'll be discussing. Okay, right, here comes the introduction then. So a little bit about me. As I mentioned before, my name is Matt and I'm an English teacher from Nottingham in the UK. I don't know if any of you guys out there have heard of that city. It's not one of the biggest ones in the UK, but it's okay. I think it's a, it's a good place to live. It's not a bad city. I've been an English teacher for nearly 10 years now, which is, which is quite crazy to say. I never knew I would be an English teacher. It started as a bit of an adventure for me, a way to travel the world without having any money. And I started my, my career and my journey in China. So I was 21 years old. As I mentioned, had no money, but wanted to travel. I found a program that kind of gave me a, a, a very quick course on how to be an English teacher and then put me into an in internship in China. And I spent six months there and had an incredible time and didn't want to go home. So in the end, I spent four years working as a, as a teacher in China and I, I did more qualifications and became a, a real teacher, I think, in that time. After leaving China, I came back to the UK to study a master's. But as I was studying, I kept in touch with some of my old students and taught them online to make a little bit of money so that I could live. And when I finished my master's, things were going pretty well with me for, with regards to teaching online. So I decided to put my time and energy into that full time and started my own online teaching business once I'd graduated. I've been doing that for a couple of years now, full time. It's a, a good job. It's something that I enjoy doing. And I've met some really, really interesting and incredible people from all around the world. I've taught people from every continent now, apart from Antarctica, which is one of my proudest achievements so far, I think. And I really hope to expand that even further with, uh, with the podcast and other things that I'm working on now. Me as a person, I'm from England, so I love football. All right, my team is Nottingham Forest. I hope some of you guys out there have heard of them, but if you're not, watch some of the matches or maybe don't watch the matches because they're quite boring to watch at the moment. 
But yeah, I'm a big fan of football and I'm a big fan of everything outdoors. So I love my hiking, my walking in the countryside. Um, I'm a really, really big fan of fishing as well. I love fishing. But I think my, my biggest passion, as a lot of people say, is, is travel. So I love to travel. After I left China, uh, myself and my girlfriend traveled back to the UK, but we took three months to, to make the journey. So we traveled from China to Nottingham without flying in a plane, which was a really, really good journey. And I've been to some really cool countries around the world. Some of my favorites are Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan in Central Asia. And I also recently went to Sri Lanka and I kind of fell in love with Sri Lanka. I love that country. It's, it's great. But I'll tell you a lot more about my, my traveling stories as we progress with this podcast. Travel is going to be um, a really big focus of, of the podcast. But that kind of leads me on to, to what I'm doing now. So for the last six or seven months, I've been combining travel with my work. And I have become what some people call a digital nomad. So as I work online and I can work from anywhere, and my girlfriend Michelle can also do that, we have been traveling and working at the same time. And our goal is to spend two or three months in one country before moving on to the next country and working as we go. We hope to do it for, for two or three years if everything goes well and if we keep enjoying it. I've been doing this, as I mentioned, six or seven months. And in that time, we have lived in Mallorca, an island in Spain. And then we went to Taiwan. Michelle, my girlfriend, is from Taiwan. So we spent Lunar New Year with her family there. Then we went to Vietnam and then we went to Sri Lanka as I mentioned, and now I'm in Florence in Italy. So one, two, three, four, five countries so far. It's been a really exciting, but also quite difficult experience at times. But as I mentioned, I'm gonna talk about this a lot more in the podcast and also on the blog, which you can check out at ingtu.com. That's E-N-G-T-U.com. Okay, I think that's enough about me. If anybody has questions about me at any point, please feel free to get in touch. I'm really happy to, to answer those questions. So moving on to the podcast itself then. So I'm gonna start with the way that the podcast will work and the things we'll be talking about, first of all. Okay, so the podcast is mainly gonna be based around my experiences as a digital nomad and my travel experiences. These are the things that I love to talk about and they're the things that I also love to write about. So again, you you can check out the blog, which goes together with the podcast, really. The two resources, the podcast and the blog, should be combined to get the most out of them. You can check that out at ingtu.com as well, and I write a blog on there every week. So the, the topic that we'll be talking about in the podcast is, as I, as I mentioned, my experiences as a digital nomad and my travel experiences. It's going to work like this. So I will be talking about this, I'll be discussing this topic, but then when the podcast is finished, I'm gonna go back and explain some of the difficult vocabulary that's, uh, that I mentioned in the podcast. Okay, the podcast is gonna be an English learning resource and you can use it in two ways. So firstly, it's gonna help you with your real life listening skills. It's an authentic material that you can practice listening to. But also there's gonna be a lot of vocabulary 
phrases, phrasal verbs, idioms, and also grammar in there. So as I mentioned, the second part of the podcast, when we go back and look at those phrases and, and grammar points together, is where you're going to expand your vocabulary and your knowledge of grammar as well. So it should be a really useful resource for, for English learners out there. It's not going to be the easiest material, so it's probably going to be too difficult for beginners. But if you're an intermediate English learner who's trying to get to that next level, I know how difficult that is. These resources, this podcast, coupled together with the blog, are for you. So they're aimed at you to help you to get to the next level and to become a more natural user of English. So it's mainly going to be me talking about a topic, but we're going to have a lot of variety in this as well. I'm also going to have interviews with other English teachers and also my students too. You know, I have some great conversations with my students and I'd love to share some of those with you on the blog. I'm also going to talk to real people as well and interview those guys. We're going to be talking about things that, that I love to talk about. So travel, but also, you know, maybe some philosophical points as well. So points about, I might speak to people who like to live their life in a slightly different way. And I'd love to share their stories with you. But the focus is always going to be on improving our English. So after all of the discussions that we have on the podcast, I will be going back into the recording to explain the vocabulary and the grammar to you. I hope that's clear, guys. And again, if not, feel free to give me a message or give the podcast a try and it should become clearer. Finally, then, I want to talk about the motivations for, for doing this podcast. Why are we doing it now? Firstly, it is to help you improve your English. And I have the plan for this podcast is based on my experience as an English teacher and my experience as a language learner as well. So I've used podcasts to improve my Chinese. I, I think I forgot to mention to you guys, I've been learning Chinese for a very long time. So podcasts have been a really useful resource for me. So I have planned this podcast around that experience. And I think going from the intermediate level to, to the advanced level or to a native speaker level is really, really difficult. And it can be difficult to find authentic materials that also have some explanation. So this is what I'm hoping to provide with the podcast. Okay, but it's not only for, for improving our English. Beyond that, I want to share some of the amazing stories that I have from my own travels, but also from the people that I speak to every day in my classes. As I mentioned, I have some brilliant conversations and I learn so much about different countries when I speak to my students. And I really want to share those, those stories with more people around the world. It's a brilliant thing to be able to learn about life in a different country. And I hope I can share that with more people. And thirdly, it's also to, to talk about, as I mentioned, the things that I like to talk about, living life in a slightly different way. You know, these are difficult times for a lot of people. And I think people are now starting to think about how, you know, traditional lifestyles might not be working for them. So I'd like to share other people's experiences of, of the lives that they live and again, share them with people around the world to learn from. Okay guys, that I think is everything for now. So let's give this a try then. Um, it's time to talk about the first topic. The first topic that we're going to discuss is becoming a digital nomad. So I'm going to tell a little bit about how I decided to, to follow this lifestyle and what happened in the planning process. 
So if we're ready, it's time to begin. Okay, so before I get into this topic then, I'd like to give you a little question. So as you're listening to the recording, think about this question and try to answer it. So the question is, what were my reasons for becoming a digital nomad? Okay, what were my reasons for becoming a digital nomad? Okay, and if we're ready, let's go. So it was about 2.30 on a cold, rainy January day in Nottingham. I was about two thirds through my work day and I was feeling typically sluggish after my bland lunch of eggs on toast that I rushed to prepare in my one hour lunch break. I looked out of my office window and I saw the leafless tree branches and the gray sky and I sighed. It was getting dark already. The only exciting part of the winter, Christmas, was already gone. I couldn't remember the last time that I saw the sun. And I thought to myself, why am I doing this? And then I thought about it a little bit more seriously. I thought, really, why are you doing this? You, you work online, you could be doing this job from anywhere. So fast forward to now, and here I am in Florence, and this is my, I keep forgetting, this is my one, two, three, four, fifth destination as a full-time um, digital nomad. So I turned my daydream from that wet January afternoon into a reality. And since October 2002, myself and my girlfriend Michelle have been living in Mallorca in Spain, Taiwan, Vietnam, Sri Lanka, and now Florence in Italy. And we have some really exciting plans for the rest of the year as well. But what is a digital nomad? You might have heard this word recently, but what is it? And is it really the dream lifestyle that I thought it would be? Well, the Oxford Dictionary says that a digital nomad is a person who earns a living working online in different locations that they choose for themselves. But I think this is quite a basic definition and there are different types of digital nomads. So some digital nomads have a base, maybe in their hometown, and they return to this base after a few months or weeks of traveling. However, some digital nomads are continuously on the road, switching countries very often. Myself and Michelle, we are living outside of England permanently, but we're not changing locations very, very often. We plan to spend up to three months in one location before moving on. And the idea is that it gives us more time to settle, make friends and really feel like we're living here, not just traveling. We tell ourselves very strictly that working is 50% of being a digital nomad and we are not backpackers anymore. I'm really lucky that I have a job that I can do remotely and I've always loved traveling so I was naturally attracted to becoming a digital nomad. I also really hate the weather in the UK and especially in the winter. In fact, I like the weather in the UK in summer, but I hate the weather in the UK in winter. It's very dark and the darkness drains my energy and makes me pretty depressed. And I was looking for a way to escape that. There are a lot of other reasons why I wanted to try this lifestyle. And I guess, you know, different people have their own motivations. So maybe like me, they're chasing nice weather or escaping the, the bad weather from their home. Maybe it's really expensive to live in their home country and they can enjoy a more comfortable lifestyle abroad. And I'm definitely finding that I can save more money uh, living abroad and, and live a nicer life as well. Or maybe some people have just realized that there is more to life than going to school, getting a job, 
buying a house and getting old. And it's not to say that that is bad. And I understand that this is a dream for many, many people. But I think, especially since the COVID pandemic, people are realizing that there might be other ways to live your life now. Okay, so as we come to the end of, uh, of this talk, um, I'm just reflecting a little bit on that, that final question. Is being a digital nomad a dream lifestyle? Right now, it's pretty good. I, I enjoy it. But I would be lying if I said there are no challenges or difficult times. It's a little bit too early for me to say for sure right now. But check back with me in six more months and I think I'll have a better answer for you. Okay guys, well, well done for making it this far. Um, you've completed the first topic. I hope you understood and followed most of it. Um, how about my question then? So I asked, what was the main reason that I decided to become a digital nomad? Uh, I think you could have a couple of answers for this that, that would be okay. But there were two main reasons, I think. So the first one is that I love traveling and I have a job that allows me to travel. So I can do my job from anywhere. And the second reason that you should, you should have got this one is that I really hate the weather in the UK in winter and I wanted to escape from that. Uh, there were a couple of other possible answers you could have. So I, I did mention that I can live a more comfortable life outside of the UK and that's it really. So I think if you got two of those three answers, well done, you, you got the right answer. Okay, so there was a bit of, uh, a bit of nice vocabulary in, in this one then. This one was not too difficult and future podcasts will be a little bit more difficult than this one. But let me know how you got on. Was it difficult for you? Is it too easy? Let me know and um, we can make adjustments to, to future podcasts. Okay, let's have a look at some of the vocabulary in detail though. So at the beginning of the recording, I said that it was 2.30 uh, in the afternoon on a cold rainy January day in Nottingham. I was two thirds through my working day feeling typically sluggish after my bland lunch of eggs on toast. So I was feeling sluggish after my bland lunch of eggs on toast. Two really nice adjectives there. So I was feeling sluggish. It means I was feeling low on energy. When you feel sluggish, everything feels quite difficult to do. You don't have a lot of energy to do stuff. We often feel sluggish in the afternoon, especially if we have a big lunch. Okay, so I was feeling sluggish after my bland lunch of eggs on toast. Okay, bland. When we describe food as bland, it means the food has no flavor. It's really boring. Okay, so bland lunch. We could describe other things as bland as well. Um, it means it's quite boring, doesn't have a lot of flavor, doesn't have a lot of personality, doesn't have a lot of color maybe as well. So a bland person is a boring person without much personality. A bland room is a room with no color, maybe no interesting paintings or anything like that. Sluggish and bland, some good adjectives there. I continued uh, about talking, I continued to talk about how I made the decision to become a, a digital nomad. I think we're quite clear on what a digital nomad is now. I explained that a little bit in the, in the recording as well. But 
as I mentioned, there are some different types of, of digital nomads. So I said that some digital nomads have a base, maybe in their hometown, which they return to after a few weeks or months of traveling. But some digital nomads are continuously on the road, switching countries very often. So some digital nomads have a base. Okay, a base. A base, when we, when we use it to talk about work, is the main place that you work from. Okay, so maybe you travel to other places, but you always come back to your base. That's the main place that you work from. What about the opposite of that then? Some digital nomads are continuously on the road. So to be on the road, really good phrase there. To be on the road means to be traveling, okay? To be making a journey, to be going somewhere. So some digital nomads are continuously on the road. They're always traveling, they're always moving. How about me? So I mentioned that myself and my girlfriend are somewhere between those, those two. We are living outside of England permanently, but we're not changing locations so often. We're living outside of England permanently. Adverb there, permanently. It means you're doing it forever, all of the time. So we're always living outside of England. We're not going back to England as a base. We're living outside of England permanently. Uh, and I continued by talking about our plans. So I said, we plan to spend up to three months in one country before moving on. And the idea is that this gives us more time to settle, to make friends and feel like we're really living in that place, not just traveling. So we're telling ourselves very strictly that working is 50% of being a digital nomad and we are not backpackers anymore. We are not backpackers anymore. What's a backpacker? Hopefully many of you listening will have experienced life as a backpacker before. A backpacker is a, a traveler, usually a young person who travels with nothing except a backpack. So they put all of their clothes into one backpack and they travel around the world. A lot of British people like to do this when they finish high school or finish university. They like to be a backpacker in Australia. So they put some clothes in a backpack and then they go. Myself and my girlfriend, we are not backpackers right now because we have to work, right? So we're, we're spending a longer time in one location. Uh, next, then I started to talk more about my reasons for becoming a digital nomad. Maybe you can hear the dog outside. This dog is causing me a lot of problems. And we're in an Airbnb right now in Florence, in Italy, and, and I love it. It's really nice, but they have a dog that barks quite a lot and it causes me some problems. So sorry guys, if you can hear the barking on the, on the recording there. Um, right, I was talking about the, the real reasons that, that I became a digital nomad. So I said, I'm lucky that I have a job I can do remotely and I've always loved traveling. So I was naturally attracted to becoming a digital nomad. I also really hate the winter in the UK. Uh, the darkness drains my energy and makes me pretty depressed and I was looking for a way to escape that. Okay, so the darkness in the UK drains my energy. It drains my energy. Okay, when you drain something, you make it go away, usually over some time. So it's not really quickly, it's not like this. It goes away over some time. So the darkness drains my energy. It makes my energy slowly disappear. When we cook 
pasta, for example, cook something in water, when the pasta is cooked, we have to drain the water away, all right? Maybe on our laptop, if we have too many apps open, or we try to play a very big video game on our laptop, it will drain the energy from our laptop. So we often use the word drain with energy and water. So the winter uh, in the UK, the darkness drains my energy and it makes me pretty depressed. I think a lot of people will know the meaning of depressed. It's, um, well, it's a medical, um, a mental condition in which you feel very, very negative, very, very sad. So I mentioned that those were the, the two motivations for me to become a digital nomad. My love for traveling and my ability to do my job anywhere and my hatred of the weather in the UK. Okay, guys, I think that is most of the, the difficult vocabulary in this recording. As I mentioned, this one is not too difficult, so be prepared for more of a challenge later. Right, I've really enjoyed recording that today, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to that as well. Remember that this podcast goes together with one of the blog lessons on the website. So you can visit ingtu.com, E-N-G, dash tu.com access the blog lesson look for blog 001 becoming a digital nomad and you can practice your reading skills with this as well if you book a lesson on the website and become a member you can also unlock so there's the dog again maybe you can hear that if you book a lesson on the website and this dog is crazy if you book a lesson on the website and become a member, you can also unlock members-only material, which you can use to review the, the vocabulary and review the, the phrases in the article and the podcast in more detail so you can learn them much better. Okay, guys, it's time for me to go. This dog is driving me crazy right now. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope the dog isn't too annoying for you and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening.